permission 17? I think so. Um, I guess. I don't know. Let's look here. We did one before Persona, didn't we? At least I thought we did. Let's look at the podcast and find out. And we've been doing Persona for a while. Yeah, was it five episodes? Mm-hmm. In the end? Yeah, 17. You're correct. But, yeah. I don't know. What, you, what would you like to talk about? Good question. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see what we got right here. I'm going to I'm gonna save the the votes until the very end. Because I, I did tweet it out probably about an hour ago. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, just, uh, it's, it's weird because we finished Persona last week and I didn't really have much to do. I had a couple of review games, which I'm reviewing uh, MLB, the show, right now. Oh, yeah. Uh, Curious. I am pretty amped for opening day on Sunday. Yeah, it's gonna be. Uh, I got I got drafted to the uh, the Minnesota Twins. I was a second round draft pick, so I kind of sucked. <laughs> but uh, that's okay. I'm in the Double A, working my way up. I'm showing promise, and they are gonna. They're thinking about taking me to the Triple A. Hmm. So currently I am playing for the Chattanooga Out no Lookouts, that's it. I like how they have the the minor leagues in there. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I skipped last year's uh fifteen. I played fourteen because that was like the first one on the PS four and I was like, Okay, I wanna I wanna see the spectacle, you know. This this yeah. new new hardware, stuff like that. And I had a ball with it, you know. I played nothing but road to the show. That was my thing. And, um, I, so I skipped last year's, uh, and they, they changed some stuff up. They made it, they made it a little bit less passive this time around. So like I, I play shortstop. That's, that was my position mm-hmm. when I played little league. Um, and so, um, you know, I still play road. The show is and like, all right, whenever something happens to me, let me play it because I can't just sit there and, and do nothing. Yeah. Um, but they do a good job. It's like whenever like a ground ball comes to me, um, you you basically have to preload your throws now. So you have to you have to realize where you want to throw. Hold down the button for that to to do power. How, how so hard you want to throw? That almost sounds like soccer soccer game where you kind of have to pre pick your direction. Yeah. Who you're gonna pass to? And um, then uh, if you know if you do a good throw. You go into like the slow mo, throwing the ball or aiming where you're going to throw the ball to like the first baseman, and you you know you have to aim correctly and 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 do the timing and everything like that. And it feels it feels a little bit more active because I remember in 14 it was just like okay hit circle you're going to throw to first base. So do you just feel more involved or does it feel more like it's just kind of wasting your time? No, busy work. No, I feel like I'm I'm a little bit more involved. Um. You know, because I mean, there's certain times where the the game will say, "Okay, there's something that's going to happen in your vicinity, but the third baseman may get the ball, or you know, the second baseman may get the ball." 
or so it's not necessarily with you. And then sometimes, you know, you've got to cover second base whenever, uh, you know, the second baseman has to go out for the ball, stuff like that. So they, they do a decent job with like, just, you know, giving you something to do. Um, and then obviously you do every at bat with your character. And, um, I don't play with like the, the swing stick thing. Um, because I'm just not that good of a player at this. Uh, but I'm pretty good at timing my swings and stuff like that. And it, it's, yeah, I may not have as, as much control as with the ball as I want, but that's okay. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty great. You can, they get this like diamond dynasty, which is kind of like, um, the EA sports. Um, what's it? It's like, what's it called? It's like the your team thing, like where you get cards and shit. What the fuck is that called? Ultimate team. Yeah. It's a lot like that. So you're getting baseball cards, but it's weird because they've added like these RPG elements to the show this year. Where, so you can, you're always improving your character every time you do a good at bat or every time you do a good, you know, fielding or something like that. You'll get training points. You can use those training points to, to, up your stats. So better contact with right-handed pitchers or left-handed pitchers are better or, or uh, more strength against pitches, uh, you know, better fielding, better reaction. Yep. And at certain milestones, so say like if I put 45 points into uh, contact with right pit pitchers, uh, I can unlock perks. So at different thresholds, you unlock perks like passive abilities or even um, abilities that you can do like activate once a game mm. that allow you to do something like uh, you guaranteed a ground ball. So it's not going to go to somebody or, um, you know, you, you can increase your showtime meter. So showtime, I don't know if that was in 15 or not since I skipped the year, but the showtime meter is basically, uh, it's like your stamina meter. Um, so it fills up over time, but you can hold down R2 to slow down time basically. And it, it allows you to uh, react better to both pitches or like if a ground ball is coming to you, you can react better that way. Um, and it also, I think it kind of just ups your game a little bit while you're holding that button down. Just your percentage chances of everything. Uh, yeah, I think so. Okay. Um, you can use it in Road to the Show, and I'm pretty sure you can use it in Franchise. I could be wrong. Uh, I don't think you can use it in Diamond Dynasty. Um, I, I messed around with Diamond Dynasty today, and I, I got I don't know baseball players. You know, <laughs> I know the old ones. I know, I know. You know, David Justice, <laughs> and um, you should know your boy Freddie Freeman, huh? Well, that I um, what was his name? Chipper Jones. Chipper Jones. I know Chipper Jones, uh, which I think he's he's one of the guys you can get in Diamond Dynasty because they have like the old school players and stuff like that too. Um, and you just basically make your own team there with this, you know, a smorgasbord of of players. Uh, but you can create your own team. So I've made the Athens Georgia Reapers. Oh, I actually just got. I, had, I was going to mention this to you. I, I got a resume across my desk today from somebody who worked at. 
University of Georgia at Athens. Uh huh. And then also also like Athens Technical College. Okay, I went to Athens Tech. That's my old alumni. <laughs> oh, that's weird. <laughs> uh, well, we don't do it on the recording, but I'm just curious if it's somebody that may be around my age. Yeah, honestly, I didn't get much of a chance to look at it, but gotcha. I just yeah. I just happened to see that one little tidbit, and I'm like, oh, should I ask Drew about this? They probably took their core classes at Athens Tech and then transferred them over to University of Georgia. Um, that's what a lot of people do. I just didn't take that extra step. <laughs> I got the, I got the associate's degree and said, I'm done. Fuck y'all. I'm done with school. Um, yeah, I mean, I, th- that sounds cool. And I haven't really gotten into the show yet on the PS4. Mm-hmm. So this might, might be the year I take a plunge, but. I'm just I'm still so swamped. I have so many more games that I want to play than I have time to play them, and it's killing me. Yeah. Well, see, I, that's the thing is like I think I might have skipped this year too, if I hadn't got it for review. Um, Ken, like Ryan, was our our show guy. He's he's a huge baseball fan. He, yeah. he he does all our sports games except for like Madden. Um, but Ryan's he he's retired. He's 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 done from reviewing games. And so Ken knew that I picked up the 14 and I really enjoyed it. And he's like, well, do you want to review it? Because I don't care about baseball. I was like, yeah, sure. I'd love to, you know, I had a great time with 14 and this one is shaping up to be great. You know, it's so far. I mean, it released today, like it came out today. Um, so it's in everybody's hands. Um, I do want to experiment with the online, um, just to see how it runs and everything like that. But I mean, it's, it's kind of more the same, but they've they've added a lot of stuff that are really cool. So like now, um, with with uh, uh, the, I know in fourteen, if you're playing Road to the Show or any type of game like franchise or anything like that, you would play one game and then it would take you back to the menu and you'd select the next game to play. Well, yeah. if if it's a game in like a five game series, you can just go ne- go to next game and immediately start that game up without having to load or anything. Mm. My problem is I would definitely need to rearrange my setup because I'm going to spend so much time watching baseball over the next few months that if I want to spend any time playing baseball, I would have to do it at the same time I'm watching baseball. I can't exactly watch a three-hour game and then be like, oh, that was really good. I I should go play an hour or two of the show. Well, luckily, one game will last you depending on what you're playing. Shouldn't last too long. Yeah. Maybe 20 minutes at the most. And like on road to the show, since I'm only playing my at bats and my, you know, hits to me, if you're playing pitcher, obviously you're going to be doing a lot more. Um, but yeah, that, that's a road to the show game for me will take maybe 10 minutes if that. Mm. So they're kind of quick. So then do you feel like you have much impact on the outcome of the game? Yeah, at my at-bats and stuff, I think I do. Um, You know, uh, currently I'm just in the standard lineup. I'm not like a cleanup hitter or anything like that. But then you're you're only playing one-ninth of the at-bats and only whatever percentage of balls get hit to short the shortstop. Yeah. So do, do you feel like games play out without your being able to affect them? Sometimes. 
There there are some times where you know we'll be we'll be up by four runs, and then the my next at bat we're up by five. I'm like, when the fuck did that happen, or something? But you know, I mean, it's, you're not seeing the entire game, but at the same time, it's all about kind of working on my character. Um, if you wanted something like that, if you wanted if you wanted to experience that, they got a robust franchise mode. Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure which one I would dive into. I like the whole RPG elements of Road to the Show. I like building my character up from from the ground up. I go to, you know, I go to the scouts' games. They watch me. They they evaluate me on how well I played, and then, you know, I go. I enter the draft. You don't have to enter the draft. You can actually just choose uh, uh, whoever you want to be assigned to. Uh, but I like doing the draft thing just to see how I stacked up. Yeah. And so for every time I've done it, I've always been like the second round pick. <laughs> so I'm never like the best, but they're like, ah, eh, we'll take him. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's fun. I, I, I really enjoy it. And for somebody who, who hasn't played baseball or really paid attention to baseball in probably 10 years, probably no longer than that. I, you know, it's, Let's change that a little bit and go to a Braves game this year. I went to a Braves game last year. Or was it two years ago? I can't remember. It was last year, I think. Yeah, I think it was last year. Yeah, we beat the Mets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, we had a good time. Uh, and it's a fun time. It's a it's a fun game. I, I, I'm enjoying it. So. I got some buddies that are going to be out here for the first series against Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Some guys from New Jersey that are heading down to Atlanta for... First Mets Braves game. Mm. Uh, that's I. Uh, God, that's been so long. I know that the aren't they getting a new field? Yeah, this is the last. This is that's why I'm making sure I get to the Braves Stadium this year because this is their last year at Turner the, Field. Yeah, at Turner Field. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I went to it once. Um, that's what uh, that's what my buddy, who's a big baseball fan, he's like, "Well, you at least got to experience Turner Field one time before they tore it down." <laughs> yeah, I didn't get to do that with the Mets. I didn't get to see the Mets until after they had switched to their new stadium, City Field. So I missed Shea Stadium. Yeah, I think that's in the game. Shea. Uh huh. If I'm not if I'm not mistaken, I think that field's in the game. That'd be fun. Because uh, you can choose like what stadium you want to have your created team based out of. So, but yeah, playing that and it was mainly just uh, screwing around. I played uh, Sunset Overdrive, loaded that back up. Yeah, I'm thinking about signing up for Gold so I can get that next month. Dude, this next month's fantastic. Yeah, I just played a demo of it and really disliked it. It's like I said on N4G earlier this week, um, and I'll I'll say it here. That game takes you have to play that game for around two hours, maybe three, before you fully grasp how to play that game. But, yeah, I but, mean that's fair. This was at a this was at an outdoor festival, so I, I gave it about four minutes. Right. And once you grasp how to play that game, it's fucking brilliant. Um, because there's, if you're playing that game right, you never touch the ground, ever. You're bouncing off cars. You're 
air dashing, you're grinding on stuff, you're wall running the entire time and fighting stuff. Never fight an enemy while you're on the ground because that will get you killed real fast. But uh, that game's, I think that game's fantastic. It's got a bunch of dumb humor in it, but some of it's kind of clever. It's very self-aware. Yeah, I wasn't actually sure that I didn't have gold until I was until I saw that post and decided I would check. And I'm like, yeah, I, I haven't had gold, I guess, since I got my Xbox One. Did it not come with gold? Um, I thought it, I thought they usually come with at least like a a two day trial or some shit like that. Yeah, is that not only for new new accounts? Uh, that may be the case. I don't know. I'm sure you can probably find it for cheap. Seems like every week somebody's got gold or PSN for or PS Plus for at least ten dollars off. Yeah. So. But yeah, I've, I've got them both because, well, I kind of have to. I'm playing the division on Xbox, so which I haven't played much of this week. I see it for forty. That seems like a pretty good price. Yeah. But that's anyway. Uh, yeah. yeah, that lineup looks so good. I'm, I'm just gonna get a year. Just I think for Sunset Overdrive and whatever else is coming out next month. Uh, the Wolf Among Us. And um, the 360 games, which are also going to be backwards compatible, uh, is Saints Row 4 and uh, Dead Space. Yeah, got it, hate it, got it. So maybe the other three aren't really selling me. (laughs) You got the Wolf Among Us, you just haven't played it? Yeah, about halfway through. Yeah, I I, I thought it was compelling as shit. I played that in a week. I did an episode a day. Yeah, I forget. I started that, but then I went on to a different one because I bought the whole Telltale pack. Right. That was a fantastic value. I, I love those games, and to get four or five full games for thirty bucks, I think it was. Mm-hmm. That was that was fantastic. Yeah, I um, I've played them all. I've played Wolf Among Us. I played in Walking Dead. I had to review Walking Dead and Walking Dead Season Two. Uh, I haven't played Season Two yet. Season two is okay. Um, season two had a lull in the middle, I think. And then I had the realization that there was a character that died, and I was like, I don't think there was any way to save that person. They were just going to die anyway. But why did you give me the choice to even try? Yeah. that That's one of the issues I have with the Telltale series, is that all roads are eventually going to lead to one. Well, that's kind of the problem I have with all of those choice-type games. Yeah. Except for Heavy Rain. And I guess to some degree uh, Alpha Protocol, but mainly Heavy Rain. I mean, that game just changed so dr- so drastically. I think um, I haven't went back and tried it again, but I think Until Dawn would be a pretty good one that, that kind of changes yeah, up. probably. But, I mean, a lot of these games, I feel like it's the illusion of choice more than it is actual choice. It is. It is. I mean, the, the Tales from the Borderlands, which I thought was absolutely fantastic. Like, I think everybody out there should play Tales from the Borderlands. That game is going to end exactly like that. I mean, that's that's the ending to that game. There is no way to get around that. 
Uh, how you get there may deviate, but you know, that's just kind of how it is. I mean, as much as I love Life is Strange, I mean, there is, there's two endings that you can get in Life is Strange. And I'll be honest with you, one, one of the endings feels like that should be the ending. Yeah. It's this, the correct ending, basically. Yeah, the whole discussion as to whether those count as games, I think is funny now that I'm playing, well, playing in air quotes, Steins Gate, mm-hmm. which is taking that idea of this is more story than game to the extreme, because it's really the first of the visual novel I've ever read through. Right. Oh, yeah, that's, that's, Danganronpa is, there is only one way to play that game. There is no real choice. It's basically figuring out what you need to do in order for that story to progress, basically. Yeah. And I'm totally fine with that. You know, it's, it's, yeah, you're, you're telling a story, you know. I don't want every game to be this way, but I, I, I love it. If this is, if this is what you want and it's a totally different experience that you can get out of the same medium. Yeah. Uh, I think that's fantastic. Yeah, it's the same way with the Phoenix Wright games. I've always enjoyed the Phoenix Wright games. They're goofy and, 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 and dumb, but I mean, there's some serious parts in them and I've always really liked them. Yeah. You know, and they're just basically just telling a story, you know. So it's, it's, um, it's interesting how games have kind of deviated that way. You know, we, we look at those games that make you have these choices. And a lot of times those choices don't matter. Um, yeah, it's, it's weird. Like, I don't know. Like, The Walking Dead, I have to give it to The Walking Dead Season 2 because I looked it up. Because I was talking with Justin Solani about it. Because he got a completely different ending than I did in Season 2. And apparently there's like six different variations of the ending. Which is... That are pretty different from each other? They're, or? They're, there's like two or three that are completely different from each other. As in like, characters won't be in season three if they continue that route. Hmm. And I'm just like, so are they going to hire people to do voice acting and be in the next season who may very well not even be there in my game? Cause it was, yeah. it's, it's kind of crazy. I have to give it. To it's kind of crazy. And I'm glad that they don't just boil down to like the discussion we had last week for, persona 4 good ending versus the bad ending or the true ending you know it, 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 it it's better to me when it's not that clear cut it should be your ending and that's 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 your story and you know some things you like may have happened some things you don't like may have happened right but it's not like oh shit i got the bad ending let me just restart and get a different one yeah at the same time I think Persona 4 is a little different type of game. You know, it's a role-playing game, um, but it's still telling a story while you're looking at a game like maybe Dragon Age or Mass Effect or, you know, Alpha Protocol or something like that. And things can drastically change, you know, depending um, yeah. I don't know. It's it's interesting because you're looking at it from the same. It's an RPG. They're both RPGs, but you know they're they're very different types. Yeah. And I don't know if a JRPG has actually done the deviation like that before. 
Yeah, I mean, with Persona, it's just you know, it's just how how much do you get? It very much is a good versus bad ending because it's you either got the whole story or you got less than all of the story. Yeah. And you know, obviously, given those two options, I want more of the story. Right. You know, I, I want to know everything that I can know, everything that you can glean from this game. I want, but it's different if it's it's different if you got all of the parts of the ending. They just aren't individually the same as what someone else got. Yeah, that's because you know there was something you, you didn't do this extra thing. You know. Yeah, or you had to make a choice: get person A pissed at you or person B pissed at you. Yeah. You know, you can't have it both ways. I don't know. It's that's just how it is, I guess. I, you know, I, I don't know if you saw me. I tweeted my my old ass review of. Yeah, Persona I 4. did. I was actually looking through that right when I got home. I, the funniest thing I thought about it was I think you sat in there twice, at least twice, that the game was difficult. Yeah. Whereas you know, I I didn't get that with this, but I also like I, I was. Probably spending a bit too much time. Yeah, I was a bit over leveled, I think. Well, you got to keep in mind, Persona 4 didn't have the shuffle time that was all real fancy with yeah, giving your party members, you know, getting extra experience points or giving your party members health back and shit like that. You either got a Persona or something else. Like that game, that game didn't mess around on, on PS2. And in rereading it, I was like, "This game came out as thirty nine ninety nine or twenty nine because I, I said that the price was twenty nine ninety nine, so it was a good it was a good package." And I mean, did this game release at a at a discount price? I mean, it did come out pretty late in the PS two life. I played it on my PS three, so I, I mean, the PS three was already out then. Yeah. Um. So I, I maybe it did. I don't know. Yeah, and. <laughs> I've I've spent more time listening to that soundtrack than I have any other game soundtrack. Although that's not saying much. Yeah. Because that's the only one I ever have gotten a physical disc of, but uh, it's enjoyable. I've got a multiple ones. I got the Catherine soundtrack. It came with a game. It's uh, I've got all sorts of stuff. But um, yeah, it's I don't know. Um, that was that was a nice little thing. I went back and looked at that, and I saw a couple of articles that I'd wrote. Or written, I should say. Um, yeah, I still want to go and get all of my old Zombie Frog reviews and just get them onto a computer yeah. so that I have them as you know files that I can manipulate if I ever want to. Yeah, I, I, I kind of want to read the Taco Bell reviews again. <laughs> <laughs> Did you, didn't you take pictures of the place and everything too? Oh yeah. <laughs> I felt like writing one the other day. I had uh, that new Quesalupa. Yeah. I think that's a waste of time. <laughs> you know, that is a waste of time. I would rather have anything else on the menu than a Quesalupa, I think. Really? It. The it, I don't know. The whole idea of it is, is cool, although it's, you know, it's not quite as innovative now that they've jammed two words together a few different times. Like the Quesarito was... Hey, let's make a burrito, but with a quesadilla on the outside. Yeah, and that that was a bit more original. This is hey, let's make a chalupa with a quesadilla on the outside. But the thing is, I've had two of them now, and uh, they all show in the commercial somebody's pulling it apart, like and, right in half, and, and the, the cheese is coming the gooey out. Cheese links are are connecting the two halves. No, 
No. I don't even think there, there was barely any cheese in mine. If it was, it was all like hardened and crusty, and it, it was not at all a cheesy shell experience. I, I looked at that and I said, I bet you that's all bread. <laughs> that's that's yeah. what I thought immediately. Yeah, it's two tortillas. It's basically just a double wrapped chalupa with not as many good ingredients inside it as I would want. Which is sad because my favorite thing on the menu is the uh, the double decker where you've got a hard taco, then you've got bean paste, and then you've got a soft taco wrapped around the outside. Right. Because it solves the biggest structural problem I have with Taco Bell and any hard taco is that I hate when you bite into a hard taco and falls everything just apart. falls out the middle. Yeah. So that solves that issue. So basically any menu item where – it solves that problem. So if, if there's either two layers or, you know, they came out with the, the cheesy cheesy gordita uh-huh. crunch or something like that, also solves that problem because it's two layers with something liquidy in the middle to keep everything from falling out. That's what I need. So I got excited about the quesalupa, but, you know, it's just – it's really not good. Mm. I, uh, I always get a nachos bel grande. Oh man, I don't think I've had one of those since I was like twelve. Oh, I fucking love them. I um, I get one of those every time I go. I mean, that's a meal in and of itself, right there for me. Yeah. And then I always, you know, I usually get something else, like uh, maybe like a Dorito taco or something like that. Yeah, I like the Dorito ones. I think when they had the one dollar uh, crunch wraps, the mini crunch wraps. Yeah. I thought those were a pretty fantastic value. You know, I like the um. The, the, it's the small ones, the very small. Um, it's almost like a burrito. It's uh, it's not crunch wraps. What are those things called? I don't. I can't remember. They're small, uh, like like a really small burrito. Um, and there's three different kinds. Mm. For the light, they had a sriracha one at one time. Well, they had those as a crunch wrap, also. Yeah. Oh, shit, I can't remember what they're called. Do you like the Doritos tacos? Yeah. But not I mean not the ones with I like the ones with Fritos in them, but also the ones with the shell made of Doritos. Yeah, that's what I was talking about. I get those usually. Get the cool ranch. Cuz I like cool ranch the best. Yeah, me too. And um I don't know. Taco Bell's like my uh my old roommate Alan, when uh, we're gonna go play D and when we're playing D and D, we're all like, "All right, we're gonna pregame at fucking Taco Bell," you know. <laughs> and uh, we go to Taco Bell, and we've been going to Taco Bell before every session we do. And then we we said, "Hey, let's go to Taco Bell." Or, or we were in our D and D chat, and uh, Chris is like, "So Taco Bell, right?" And I was like. Man, I don't know. Fuck yeah, Taco Bell. And, <laughs> and then Alan chimed in and said, "Dude, I'm so fucking sick of Taco Bell." I was like, "You can't be fucking sick of Taco Bell, man. Come on, it's this, you know, it's the it's the restaurant of the future. It's gonna win the the franchise wars. <laughs> so, or Pizza Hut, depending on the the region that you're watching Demolition Man. Yeah, that's tough for me. I Pizza Hut. I get really excited when they revamp their menu, but I think they've since fallen back to third place for me on the on the on the crappy chain pizzas on the chain pizzas yeah so what's so what's your number one uh 
between the three of them, and only since I got down here, I would say Domino's. It's always been like my least favorite. Uh, but things are different down here. Like to me in New York, Little Caesars was a viable option. I can't even tell you the last time I saw Little Caesars around here. It's not good. I'm not going to ever say that Little Caesars was good, but for five bucks, it was worth it. Down here, and actually in Chicago as well, it was. The, I, I had one in one or two in Chicago, and it was just so awful. I, I would never ever choose that over a frozen pizza. <laughs> Whereas. You know the the other three. I you know it, it's at least a little bit of an upgrade over a frozen pizza. Uh, and I I always thought Domino's had the most cardboardy tasting crust, but I don't know. Lately, it's been pretty decent. Although that might be influenced by Major League Baseball because they do free pizza after every no hitter if you signed up for MLB.tv. Okay. By every, I think it's the first two or three per year. And uh, the free pizza that they give out is actually different than like a standard pizza. And it's it's more their deep dish crust, which actually I, I think is pretty good. Right. But Pizza Hut I had a lot of faith in, a lot of hope for when they revamped their menu. But I, I just I, – I get a bit of a soggy, greasy feel from it. I haven't ordered it in a while, to be honest. Yeah, um, I don't like Papa John's. Yeah, I, it was real big for me in college. Uh, they had a lot of them around, and they gave out like coupons fairly regularly, so it was always nice and easy. Mm-hmm. And at the time, I loved it. I've had it more recently. I don't know. It's got a it's got a very particular flavor. I feel like it doesn't matter what I order. It always just tastes like a Papa John's pizza, which I don't hate, but I think I like Domino's a little better at the moment. I well, I I've, uh, Domino's is right down the road from me, so I order from there by default. Yeah. Yeah, plus I really like their their chicken. I don't know if you ever get that the uh, you know they have that specialty chicken. Yeah, they got the one with like jalapenos and pineapple and chicken bites. It's pretty good. But um, yeah, uh, jeez. I know you said that it's been weird, so it's just been Steingate pretty much for you? Lately, yeah. I mean, after I finished Persona, you know, it's a little weird. I thought I was going to dive right back into the Division, but I didn't. And I don't know if that's anything wrong with the Division or just that I got sucked into Steingate. I don't know which one, but hmm. I also had a pretty busy weekend. I went out to Nashville last weekend, yeah. this past weekend. Thought about getting another tattoo. Did not. Backed out, huh? Almost. What were you? What were you thinking about? <sighs> Nothing. The only other one I really have planned. Uh, I want to go back to New York to get. 
And so this was going to be sort of an impromptu thing. It probably wasn't going to be very big anyway because it was at a tattoo horror convention. So it wasn't going to be the kind of thing where you're going to sit down for six hours and get a tattoo. It's you know it's probably only going to be a two-hour job. So whatever it would have been, it would have been small. But honestly, there weren't that many great tattoo artists looking at their portfolios. And the few that did look really good were all booked up all weekend, so mm. kind of decision was made for me. Gotcha. Yeah, no, uh, no tattoos for me. Never. Nah. Not much of a tattoo guy. I don't have any issue with tattoos. Yeah, no, I just uh, they're just not for me. Yeah. I don't. I'm. I'm weird. Like I um, are we all? Oh well, yeah. But I, I I'm I'm completely bare as far as like I don't wear a watch. I don't wear any type of jewelry. Um, I'm very minimalist. Minimalist. I'm very minimalistic when it comes to that stuff. I have a wallet and my phone. That's pretty much it. My keys. I don't carry a bag or anything like that with me or anything. <laughs> no man bag. Yeah, I'm. I don't, man purse, you mean? <laughs> no, no, I don't. I don't know. Uh, I don't have any of that stuff. I just, I, I, I've never, I've never been into any type of like. I even like I've, I own like two watches. And I never wear them. No fanny packs. If they, if I could find me one, <laughs> I may be able to. I may be able to wear one. <laughs> fanny packs. You know what's funny? Uh, I didn't know this until I started talking to like Sophie and all of them. Apparently, fanny means something very different over in the UK. It doesn't just mean ass? No. It means ass over here. It means it's a slang word for vagina over there. (laughs) So I'm wearing a a vagina pack. (laughs) (laughs) Which I guess it makes... I might get into that. I was going to say it makes sense because we wear it in your front, you know. So for women, you know, and <laughs> it, it, it technically is, you know, nobody wears their fanny pack on their butt. Why would you do that? And then people could get in whenever you're not looking. Yeah. I always usually see it like up on the hip. Yeah. The hip. I mean, a lot of people wear them in the front. I haven't seen a fanny pack in I don't know how long, like at least 10 years, maybe longer. I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know I like I yeah I don't I don't I don't have I don't carry anything with me. That's that's the thing is like if if they would not if if they wouldn't be able to identify me if I if they found me dead you know <laughs> so because <laughs> a lot of times I forget my wallet <laughs> so I don't know it's uh it's just one of those things I don't I mean I don't have any piercings do you have any piercings. Yeah, just uh, just my upper ear. On your both ears? No, just on my left ear. On your left ear? Do you have it in now? Yep. Really? Yeah, I, I've never taken it out since I got it pierced. It's just a stud? Uh, it's a little loop. Loop. Hmm. Yeah. Nothing on the lobes, just a uh, upper ear. That, uh, how, I almost how, did want to get a second one to go on the same side. Uh huh. 
but I never n- never got it. I don't know if I will now. Did that I'm not suck? opposed to it. Uh, it. It didn't suck. Trying to sleep for the next week sucked. Right. Because I would always sleep on that side at the time. I actually, actually sleep on the other side usually now. Just sleep on my right side. Uh-huh. But, yeah, that was pretty painful to sleep for a while. Whew. I got to guess I was maybe 19 or 20. Mm-hmm. Maybe 20 when I got it. Yeah. Yeah, nothing like that. I'm not. I don't have any. Like, I'm not afraid of needles or anything like that. You know, I, I give blood when I can. And uh, I don't know. I just thought, nah, you know, I couldn't have like any piercings or anything like that because of my job. Um, and as far as tattoos goes, I mean, I'm, I'm sure I could have plenty of them. I just couldn't have them visible. Visible, yeah. Yeah. So, but no. Not for me. Uh, damn, I don't know what to talk about. Just having a little admission. I know what everybody's wanting to know is what game we're going to play. <laughs> um, and don't worry, we'll get to that. Yeah, it'll allude to it. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. We're going we're gonna to save it for the end there. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. I, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to think of other stuff that I've played and uh, this it's not really been much. I uh I got the uh, girlfriend to finish Oxen Free. That was I what I don't know what that is. It's um you 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 may like it. Um, it's a um it's kind of like a storied game, story driven game. Um, where you play as a uh, a group of teenagers who go to a um an island for like a a weekend party um and it's a lot of interactions between them and uh they uh some weird shit starts happening on the island um and you have to use like a radio like you you activate something using your your radio and um like, I don't want to spoil anything or anything like that, but I mean, it's, it's, it's crazy. It's weird shit happens. Like, it's, you don't know what it is. It could be aliens. It could be ghosts. It could be something, but you, you have somehow tapped into another dimension. Mm. Um, using your radio. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's kind of crazy. It was, it's actually creepy in some spots. Um, and uh, I I really enjoyed it. I know Laura enjoyed it pretty well too. So uh, and she played it all. She played it all on her own. Um, it looks she, like it's a two two D game. It, it's a two D game, yeah. Side scroller. Mm-hmm. It's got a it's got a really cool art style. And um, the 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 coolest thing I liked about it was that the it's all it, everything is um, voice acted, and the voice acting feels real. Like they, um, you know, you know how like every game, the voice acting is always kind of perfect. They say their lines perfectly and stuff like that. And this one, like, I don't think they, it seems like you couldn't direct somebody to, to talk like that. I think, I think the developers of this game said, just read the lines. And if you screw up, we'll just keep going. <laughs> because it, I mean, it, and it, it makes it sound genuine. So people will kind of stammer over their words sometimes and stuff like that. Um, 
and it's pretty cool. I mean, the, the, you, you do make some choices in the game that can affect your ending and stuff like that. And uh, I think it lasted us maybe about four hours, hmm. four to five hours, depending. It's got a great soundtrack. Yeah, it's, it sounds like I would like it. You would it probably, like I would like it. yeah, you'd probably like it because there's there's some really interesting sci-fi stuff in there. Um, and it's very strange. Um, strange things happen that they, they, they this like makes you think, huh? What the hell's really going on here? You know. But we finished yeah. that, and um, then I was trying to find a game for her to play. She was like, "Okay, so we you want to you want to do another game?" You know, she. I, I have to give it to my girlfriend. She is trying her damnedest to 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 play games. She's not a video. She's not a video game player at all, but she knows that I play games a lot and that I like them, and you know they're kind of a passion for me. And um, she she's she's trying her best to to try to get into my hobby a little bit. And I was like, okay, because I had her. I originally wanted her to play Life is Strange because I think it's it you know it's not an action driven game. You can't necessarily fail at it. Um, and it, you know, it, it doesn't take, I'm not trying to slight anybody, but it's, it, it doesn't take skill to play it. You know, it doesn't mean you don't have to have like fast reaction times or anything like that. Um, and for somebody who has not really played any video games before, you know, you need something like that. Yeah. Uh, and so we sat down with life is strange. She got about halfway through the first episode and I could tell she was struggling because she never learned how to use dual analog sticks. And, you know, it, it like in a 3D game like that, you have to know how to control the camera as well as move your character and stuff like that. And, and you know, somebody who doesn't grow up learning how to do that stuff, it's a hard transition. Yeah, I'll never remember that more than my old roommate who played video games all the time but on PC. He only ever was a PC gamer. Mm-hmm. And getting him to play a game where you moved with one stick and ch- moved the camera with another stick was was way harder than I ever thought it would be. Like he would just always be walking around and then just look up into the sky and not know what was going on. Be like, ah, I just wanted to go left and now I'm looking at the sky. I'm like, well, wh- which stick did you push left? He's like, ah, I don't know, both of them. <laughs> And I'm just like, uh, I never would have thought that, you know, I just take that as a second nature. Yeah. You know how to control a character, but. Yeah, it's. Weird. It, it's crazy. I mean, like that was, I found it fascinating, you know, when I first experienced somebody who couldn't do that. And I was like, man, there's so many things as 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 a gamer I take for granted, like learning this stuff. Because, I mean, yeah, sure, it was a hard, it was probably a hard transition for me. But we were slowly introduced to it, particularly me, because I played on the N64. And on the N64, they introduced one analog stick, you know, in 3D, in 3D environments. And then eventually we went to two analog sticks and it was, and it was hard to learn. Like I remember one of the first games that I remember playing that, that was difficult to learn, which it had a fucked up control scheme anyway, was Red Faction. Um, and I was just like, man, I, I can't figure out how to play this. Um, but after a while, you know, you eventually just learn, you know, and I'm sure Laura yeah. could learn if she, if she sat down and just, you know, had to power through the stuff. 
Um, but I decided to, to stick to kind of like 2D games for now just to get her kind of broke in a little bit. Yeah. And uh, I was like, I just asked her, I was like, so what do you, what games have you heard of? And she's like, oh, I've heard of Call of Duty and Grand Theft Auto. And I was like, okay, well, we're kind of going to steer clear from those because those are, those are games that are going to be difficult for you to pick up. Um, and so, uh, I, you know, she, she, I asked her if she'd heard of Mario. So we decided to try Mario 3D World, um, which is, it's a 3D game, but you don't really have to worry about moving the camera around. Yeah. So, uh, she started playing that and she, she, she loves it because of how cute it is. Yeah. It's got that iconicness, even if you're not nostalgic for it. Yeah. Like, you know, I think Mario seems – it's a very clean game. Yeah. Everybody knows Mario too. You know, it's going to control well. It's going to be not the most difficult game to get into even if even if you do have to be fairly precise with your jumps. Yeah. And that was one thing she did have issues with. She, she, She's still trying to figure out how not to fall off platforms and stuff like that. Um, and I'm like, <laughs> well, there's certain parts of this game where you have to run. You know, you're going to have to run and jump to make that jump, or you're going to have to run to make sure these platforms don't fall while you're walking on top of them. And she's like, well, if I run, then I, I risk falling off platforms a lot easier. And I'm like, yeah, I understand that. And so she's, she's still just kind of like plodding around, just walking places. And I'm like, all right, well, I'm just going to let you do what you want to do. You know, I'll give you direction if you want it. But, you know, but so far she made it, I think she made it through like five worlds the other night. And, um, Seemed like she she had fun with it at least. She, I told her, uh, you know, I was like, you can pick different characters to play as, and they played differently. So she was starting off with Mario. She made it to Princess Peach, and Princess Peach can kind of float in midair for a minute, or not a minute, but you know, for a second, a few seconds. And she found that a lot easier yeah. to control. So she went with Princess Peach. So it's um, we're trying to. I'm trying to get her into games like that. Um, and she's trying really hard to, to learn. Yeah, my lady only, my lady only wants to play N64. Hmm. She wants to play Mario 64, Mario Kart 64, and Mario Party 64. Okay. That's, those are her, that, that, that's her spectrum of gaming at the moment. Right. Although she did enjoy Little Big Planet, and that, everybody's been saying I should probably pick up Little Big Planet for, and I think I have Little Big Planet too. I think they gave it away for free, um, and I, I, that that might be a good one that she could play. Yeah. Um. And I was thinking, like, because I have Skylanders, I was thinking, you know, you don't have to worry about the camera too much in Skylanders, I don't think. And it's kind of like a, it's it's kind of like. My first RPG, action RPG kind of thing. Yeah. So kind of like Diablo Light. I was like, maybe she could get into that. And plus, you know, we had the whole gimmick of putting putting the characters on the portal and stuff like that. So I may uh, I may introduce her to Skylanders. Hmm. So, but yeah, that's. Uh, I mean, it was a lot of it was a lot of that this week. You know. Um, so whatever happened the other night, you said. Uh... We were recording. You got a text that said the plan was to get drunk on Saturday night. Uh, yeah. It was this Saturday or maybe even the Saturday before. It was actually not this last Saturday, but it was the Saturday before. Yeah. Um, it was kind of like, 
it wasn't necessarily a bachelor party. I mean, it was kind of a bachelor party. He, my buddy's getting married and I'm going to be in his wedding. And he, he, he lives in North Carolina normally. And he, he's, he can't, he comes down periodically. They're going to have the wedding down here. Um, and he, he wanted to get everybody together because he hadn't seen everybody in a while. Um, so we all decided to meet up at my place and, uh, his future wife decided to, who is also his future wife is also my girlfriend's sister Mm. decided to task my girlfriend with buying a bunch of booze to bring over to our house. And so we, we, uh, we kind of had a nice little hangout session. Hadn't seen everybody in a long time. Had a bunch of people over, and we uh, we watched two really bad movies and got drunk. Would you see anything? I don't want to say good if they were bad movies, but anything enjoyable, entertaining? Oh fuck yeah! They are they are some of the most insanely dumb movies they so we had a double feature of a guy named neil breen have you ever heard of this man nope neil breen is a guy who creates his own movies uh he also stars in them he produces them directs them uh like Tom, tommy wiseau he's a lot like tommy wiseau um we watched uh, a movie called double down and we watched another movie called Faithful Findings. Double Down wasn't about the, uh, <laughs> no, the KFC sandwich. No, no, this the Double Down <laughs> was actually made in 2005. Uh, Faithful Findings is his newest movie, and it came out in 2013, I think. I'm not certain, uh, but he stars in all of his movies. And I'm pretty sure he funds them all himself. <laughs> um. They usually all revolve around him either being highly intelligent, the best at everything. Sometimes, well, if you're going to make a movie that you star in, you might as well be the best at everything. Yeah. Um, also, sometimes he has like a god complex. Um, in fact, there's one of his movies, I believe he plays god. Um. <laughs> And there's a lot to do with conspiracies and government, like, secrets and stuff like that. And he never actually delves deep into them. He just talks about, like, I've hacked into the government facility. And I like, apparently he loves hacking. The, 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 the idea of hacking into government information he loves that idea because it happens in every one of his fucking movies. <laughs> Don't need any detail on how I did it. Just assume that I can and did. Or the information that he gathered. <laughs> like, that's the thing. Is like, oh, it's so fucking good. They're so fucking weird because he, he also throws in supernatural shit. It's like David Lynch, right? So he, he does like, – it's like David Lynch doing conspiracy theory stuff. It's this weird, like, surreal shit that makes no sense. And you can tell nobody knows how to act in this. Neil Breen does not know how to act. He looks fucking weird. 
All right, both Double Down and Faithful Findings are on YouTube. You can watch uh. the you can watch the entire movies there. I would say start with Faithful Findings because it's one it's newer and it has I would say it has more production value, but I'd be lying. These are like I have to check it out. These are horrible fucking movies and they're fucking hilarious. Just how bad they are. Um it's <laughs> like the ending like the last like fifteen minutes of Fateful Findings is fucking amazing. <laughs> because it's oh my god, there's so many good things about don't watch the trailer. Like please, anybody out there who's listening to this, if you're going to watch Fateful Findings, don't watch a trailer because it spoils some of the best shit in it. So just just sit down and watch the bad acting. Try to follow it, which you will not be able to. But stay the entire time until that end, because the end, the the last few minutes of that movie is amazing. Like we we could not stop fucking laughing. It was it was that great. Um. Oh, it's so bad. <laughs> but yeah, no, we had we did that. We 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 ate, we ate pizza, drank, and watched two Neil Breen movies. And uh, I passed out on my couch. And that was it. So that doesn't sound so bad. Nah, all in all, we had a good hangout session. It's basically what we used to do back in the day. And since people's got older and moved away and stuff, we can't do it anymore. So yeah, that's basically what we did. But you know, we're we're not. It's like you gonna get a stripper? I'm like, no, I'm not gonna get a stripper. Because the only thing we do, it'd make everybody in the fucking room awkward because we're a bunch of fucking nerds. You know, I mean, that's, that's, that's just how there is to it. Yeah. So. But yeah, no, nah, we had a good time. Cool. And that, uh, that wedding's coming up. And I gotta, I've got my suit ready. Everything like that, so. Yay, that'll be fun. Yeah, I gotta go to a wedding in October. Mm. I think that's the only one I have this year. Oh man, that's that seems like that's all I go through is weddings. It's that time of. I'm looking forward to it. Oh yeah, I mean that's the thing. I'm I'm looking forward to to this wedding I'm going to. I mean, I'm I'm going to be in it with my with my girlfriend. And, you know, she's like, you, you're going to have to dance with me. And I'm like, I don't dance, but all right. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. We're, we're looking forward to it. And it's good. And hopefully I can, it'll be a good reason to see everybody again. Cause it's hard to, like I said, it's hard to get people. It's yeah. hard. It's hard to get everybody to play D and D once a month. So, which a new episode of that should be coming up. I've already edited it and everything. But yeah. I think I think we are we're essentially rambling at this point. <laughs> it's not, there's nothing really much going on. Yeah. So, so I think it's I think it's time to tally up the votes. And wow. It was a close race. Yes, it was actually. So, um more than I thought it would be. Yeah. Actually. And we actually had a pretty good turnout. 
I, I have to give it to them. They they you guys did great. So I'm gonna I'm gonna refresh it just one more time just to just to make sure. Yeah, I'm curious because last time I saw, I did a little bit of quick math and it looked like the winner won by one vote. It did. <laughs> so we had three or three. We have four games uh, up for voting for the next uh, Phoenix Down series: uh, Trails of Cold Steel, Wolfenstein: The New Order, Rogue Galaxy, and Kingdoms of Amalur: Reckoning. Um, and to begin with, like when I first started this, it seemed like like we had like two votes for Trails of Cold Steel and like one for Kingdoms of Amalur and one for Wolfenstein. I was like, huh, that people were wanting Trails of Cold Steel. Uh, and then all of a sudden Wolfenstein just fucking took over. Yeah, I thought that was what it was going to be for a while. That's what I thought too. Um, it was kind of nuts because uh, I I saw it and I was like, damn, people really want us to play Wolfenstein, which I've heard nothing but great things about. So, I mean, I do want to cover it one day. Uh, Rogue Galaxy kind of fizzled out about halfway through. Yeah, uh, it hung in there. It got what was it third place? Uh, yeah, I got it, well, yeah. Now I got yeah, it got third place. Um, but the two that fought was Wolfenstein and Kingdoms of Amalur. And uh, the winner is Kingdoms of Amalur Reckoning uh, by one fucking vote. So 11% for Trails of Cold Steel, 33% for Wolfenstein, The New Order, 22% for Rogue Galaxy, and 34% for Kingdoms of Amalur. We had 46 votes, so we had a pretty good turnout. So I appreciate everybody voting for that. And our next game um, will be Kingdoms of Amalur Reckoning. Um, I'm excited. I, uh, I am too. I want to, I want to actually beat this game. I've put I played a lot of Kingdoms of Amalur. I don't remember any of it. <laughs> um I I do remember that I had a glitch. See, I had to review the game. And um unfortunately, some kind of a mix up at EA or something like that, they didn't they they were going to send it to us early. And so I was all prepared and ready. Um but they didn't send it to us until the day before release day. So I got it the day it released. And I was like, well, shit. Now I'm, now I'm, it's crunch time. I gotta, I gotta get this review out as soon as I can. So from Thursday, from Tuesday to Friday, I put 25 hours into that game. And by the time I wrote that review, I said, I never want to play this game again because I, I got so fucking burned out on it. I put so many hours and so little time. I was so sick of playing Kings of Amalur. Um, but what got me was I never actually beat the game. I got close. Like I, I, I got relatively close to, to, to finishing the main storyline, but I never did because there are a million fucking side quests in this game. And the developer, um, which I think was, was it big, huge games? What's the name of it? The development team? I can't remember. But um, Big Huge Games, or Kurt Schilling, <laughs> yeah, everybody knows him, right? Um, he came out and said that if you were to do everything in the game, it would take you 200 hours. And most of the time, you hear something like that, and you just think that's that's PR bullshit, just talking about how awesome our game is. No. Was it, was it 38 Studios? 38 Studios, yeah. Because it was his fucking number, yeah. Yeah. Who is Big Huge Games? Big Huge Games. Uh, 
Rise of Nations series. Civ. And Catan. Kingdoms of Amalur Reckoning. They co-developed it mm. with 38 Studios. Um, but yeah, there there are tons of side quests in this game. So there's there's three different types of quests. There's the main storyline quests, which are pretty much they're well defined. You know exactly what you're doing when you're doing those. And then there's also multiple factions that you can uh, play with, or not play with, but you, you can side with. Um, and you don't really have to pick a side or anything like that. And those are they have quests on their own too. And then there's side quests, and the side quests are essentially MMO side quests. Go gather this many things, stuff like that. Uh, and some of them can deviate a little bit. But my word of advice to anybody out there who is going to be playing Kings of Amal or Reckoning with us, and I know Jamie said that she was planning on it, do as little side quests as you can. Stick to the main storyline and the faction quests. In order to get through it. In order to get through this game. Because if you just do side quests, you're going to get sick of playing this fucking game. Hmm. So, that will be the next thing that we tackle. Do you want to start this next week? Uh, yes. Is If we can just have more of an intro episode. Sure. Less of a how many hours did we play? Right. To it. Okay. So maybe like um, the first two or three hours, something like that, maybe. If that. Yeah, or even four or five. Okay. But uh, you know, I I will be gone to a conference at the end of this week. Okay. So that's going to eat into a lot of the time I would have to to sit down and log some startup hours into it. Right. Okay. We can do that because, you know, there's, there's a character creator. There's a pretty big introduction that takes about maybe an hour and a half, something like that. Mm. Um, and you kind of really don't get started until about two hours in. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I played a lot of this game. And like I said, I don't remember much of it. I do remember that the combat system was fantastic. Uh, I love the combat system in it. Um, one of the cool things is that you're not really set to a class. So there's like, uh, there's the rogue, there's the fighter or the, 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 the warrior class. And there's also like a mage class and you can actually do hybrids of those and you're never stuck with them. So you can like, you can kind of like not necessarily re-roll, but you can just say, I don't want to do this anymore. I want to switch to something else. And you totally can do that. Um, and it's really cool. They, the, there's there's a there's a really there's a lot of good stuff in that. Uh, I mean, my, my review is still on ZTGT. You can always look it up. I think I gave it like a nine something. I can't really remember. Now I'm fucking curious. <laughs> yeah, I've never actually even started it. I'm pretty sure I got it for free PS Plus at one point. Uh, yeah, it's on. Uh, it was on PS3. PS Plus, I know that for certain. Yep, I have it. I, I'm pretty sure I still have it downloaded and ready to go. I do too. I never even booted it up. I um, I that that's where I'll be playing it. Is on um, I'll give it a nine point three. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, what we didn't like: many side quests can be boring. Maybe too much to do in this game. Those sound like pretty good negatives. You know, going into it not knowing anything. 
But if the problem with the game is there's too much game, mm-hmm. I can think of much worse negatives than that, uh, you know, on the face of it. I said uh, what we liked, beautiful visuals, massive world, fantastic combat, lots of customization, wonderful story and lore, just a really well-made game. So there you go. I'm I'm excited. I I like going back to this now after CS came out in 2012. So yeah, it's been fuck, it's been four years. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm ready. This is fantastic. Thanks everybody who voted for Kingdoms of Amalur because I'll really finish the fight. Huh? Yeah, we're gonna finish the fight. I'm gonna finish the fight. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm so ready for it. But, uh, yeah, I think we're going to end it there. We've been rambling a little while and stuff like that. But, I mean, if you'd like to um, send us an email, uh, you can talk to us a little bit about Kings of Amalur or any other game or Taco Bell or or uh, yeah, suggest games for me to play with my girlfriend. Um, that That would help me out a lot. So do you think she would like, you know, before we leave, and since you brought that up, do you think she would like uh, the, the – shit, never mind. Never mind? <laughs> never mind. Was it until like, Dawn is what I meant. Until I Dawn. Say. She doesn't like scary shit. Uh, That's what she's like because I told her, I was like, I've got a really cool game. Um, and it's got actors that you know because I know you like Hayden, whatever her name is, and that guy from Mr. Robot. <laughs> and she's like, oh, cool. I was like, what is this? It's called Until Dawn. It's a horror game. She says, I don't like scary stuff. And I'm like, uh, I was like, come on. See, I think Feeny would love that. Yeah, see, that's the thing. Is, it, 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 like, But the thing is, she loves Criminal Minds. And she says, Oh, but there's a lot of weird, scary stuff that happens in Criminal Minds. Like you like that shit, but you don't you, you want you don't want to play a horror game. Mm. I don't know. It's it's one of those things. But yeah, that that was one of the things I, I figured. I was like, oh, that's the shoe in. She'd love to see that. No. Uh, so I don't know. Um, but yeah, you can suggest uh games for me and my girlfriend to play, and uh, I will report back in on how much she liked it. Uh, but yeah, the email is drew at ztgd.com. You can also, uh, tweet to us. I'm at DML Fury. Uh, Matt is at REMGS and the podcast itself is at ZTGD Phoenix Down. As I said before to all our Twitter, Twitter followers, thank you for voting. Uh, it, uh, hopefully we, you guys chose the correct thing for us. Um, I will just go ahead and say, I have a feeling we're going to cover all four of those games that are on that list. Um, this year? Preferably. Maybe. I think Wolfenstein would be a good palate cleanser. Yeah, I think so too. Um, but uh, Trails of Cold Steel, I really want to do. Yeah, and <laughs> that and Rogue Galaxy, I, I really want to do. I yeah. mean, those, those and Kingdoms of Amalur... And folklore are some of my, my my top choices for this year. Yeah, and that that may very well be the rest of the year for us. So I don't know, um, I don't know how many hours it would take. I, now, now, <laughs> so, so was that the meta poll then? 
Here, pick the game we play next. Ah, oh, it doesn't matter what you picked. We're going to blew them all anyway. Yeah, no, that's, that's, that's the thing. <laughs> gotcha, bitch. No. <laughs> uh, but uh, let's see here. I want, I, now I want to know how long to beat. Kingdoms of Amalur? Yeah. 30 hours. Is that your guess, or is that what how long the beat says? No, I looked I looked it up earlier. Oh, you did? Main, like, main story was 30 and a half hours. Okay. So we're looking at another shorter than Persona 4, at least, maybe. Yeah. So. Half the time. Maybe, yeah. Depending. Depending on how much you guys want to do. So, um, But yeah, that's what we're going to do next. Kings of Amalur. Get ready, everybody. We're going to have some fun. I think <laughs> we'll see, but uh, yeah, that's it for us. I appreciate everybody listening. I hope you guys have a great week and until next time I am drew and I'm Matt and we are out of here. I hope you guys have a great one and we'll be back next week with the beginning of kingdoms of Amalur reckoning.